hello and welcome. Why did I just sound so Welsh? That's a wonderful start to the episode. Hello and welcome back to Ugly the Podcast, as hosted by me, Tilly, if you didn't already know, which you you might you, uh, you might not, you might not, you might be new. If you're new, hello. Today's episode, I've had so many requests and I don't know why I've never done this, but an episode about how to journal or like what I journal about, cool ideas to put in your journal and kind of the importance and significance of it because honestly journaling has changed my whole life I've just pulled my nose ring out um but yeah I just wanted to talk about journaling because I think it's such a healthy thing and such a positive thing that's a part of my life and it's really helped my mental health incredibly and I've just learned to love writing poetry writing stories writing down my outfits whatever like that but yeah let's get into it I really hope you enjoy today's episode. It would mean the world to me if you could rate the podcast just above on Spotify. Feel free to follow it along if you want notifications for when I post. It's Sundays at 8pm or additionally find me on Instagram at Tillswills. I first started journaling at the start of 2022 because I was quite, honestly I was quite depressed. I was quite a sad person and I didn't know if there was an outlet for it or if there was anywhere where I could kind of talk about it without having to because at the time I felt like I was a burden which if you are depressed and if you are sad you're not a burden there's always somebody to talk to of course however I wanted to kind of help myself and I didn't want to have to rely on other people for happiness anymore I wanted to find happiness within myself and kind of love for myself so I invested in a good journal. I can genuinely recommend, and this isn't even sponsored, the the Papier. Am I like mispronouncing that? Pa- Papier? 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 <laughs> Papier journal. And I got like, you can get a custom one. It's so cute. I've got like a, I've had the same one for two years in a row. My first one, it's like pink with red hearts and you can, you can like customize. I've got my name on it. And then mine says, inspired by the fear of being average do it for new york city because it's just like it's it's cringe i know but it's inspiring front page of my journal and it's literally just a journal but it's as well like i don't know if i have a cute journal i want to write in it you know i want to use that i want to take it in public use it in a coffee shop and be really mysterious and so different but invest in a good journal is your first step because i when i got my journal i would write about anything in there and I'm going to talk about kind of like what I actually do write in there but I take it with me literally everywhere like even if I'm just going on a night out and staying at my friends I will take it with me so the next day in case I'm like I'm like oh I'm gonna go to the coffee shop I've got my journal with me and sometimes when I forget it I do write in my notes which isn't the same but invest in a good journal you doesn't it doesn't have to be expensive it doesn't have to be fancy it can literally be like a black leather notebook which I've used before and it's same thing you know what I mean don't have to spend 10 20 quid on it you could go to the pound shop and just get anything with lined paper or non-lined paper and you're fine I'm gonna be honest I wrote a letter the very last two pages of my journal last year was a letter to my journal it was like dear diary but like literally and I thanked my journal because last year I went through so many different emotions that I'd never gone through before. I didn't know how to deal with them. And I wrote in my journal near enough every day. It doesn't have to be every day. I did like a two month break because I just couldn't be bothered. But I wrote in it nearly every day about these kind of emotions. And your journal becomes this figment of a friend. I honestly humanized my journal so much because 
I talked about things I've never spoke about with anyone to my journal. I kind of, it became my best friend and like such a big help to my mental health because I told it everything. You know, I love my journal so much and it's helped me a lot because through the power of without even speaking or telling anyone, you can get out whatever you're feeling by writing it down and kind of dealing it, dealing with it yourself. I love obviously talking about, say if I ever have mental health problems, I'll obviously of course speak about it if I need to. But sometimes it's nice to just write it in my journal. If I feel a little bit sad, I'll just do a diary entry about it. I might write some poetry, do whatever like that. And I can see it and then I can kind of assess what I need to do. And if that's write some more or go to bed, you know, it's it's done. But it's in my journal. I've spoken about it to my book. So sometimes I don't even have to go even further and speak about it to someone because I felt like as if I already am speaking to someone. What I like to write in my journal... I usually do diary entries. So it doesn't have to be every day. I know some people can do that every day, but I forget and then it gets to the end of the day and I'm like, nah, forget it. But diary entries are so good because you can do it at the start of your morning when you've just woken up and you can just write about what you're going to do today or just how you're feeling as soon as you've woken up. Or it can come to the end of the day and you write about your day, if it was good, if it was bad, certain feelings. Sometimes I don't I don't really write about what happened in that day because to be honest I'm not the type of person to have like drama or anything particularly interesting to write down usually my diary entry consists of me writing about my dreams or things I want to achieve or emotions that I felt for the past few days or anything which is really nice and a journal can also be kept as like a manifestation type thing because when I do write about my dreams it's so nice to almost, because of course, as I said, it feels like you are speaking to someone. When I'm writing down my dreams in my journal, it feels as if I'm almost affirming them because I'm speaking about it to someone. I say someone, the journal. And it because the journal literally, okay, this is really weird, but the journal can't say anything back, right? So I'm talking about my dreams and they might be such big dreams that seem so out of this world but because it's not actually someone saying something back, I'm like, oh my God, I love my journal. It makes me feel like these dreams are totally achievable and totally capable of getting them. You know what I mean? Because the journal can't give me critiques. It's just almost as if it's someone listening to me venting about some silly dreams that I have or silly goals in life that I really want to achieve. So it's nice in that sense because it's quite comforting. I write about my dreams in my diary entries. Sometimes I, I've never really wrote about other people. However, your diary entries can be whatever you want it to be. If your goal is to write a diary entry and vent about someone you're, you know, not having a good time with, you're having a rough patch with, or you could journal about somebody you've met, somebody that you're forming a romantic connection with. It could be I don't know, you're going to the gym recently or you've bought a new outfit recently or what you wore that day, you know? It can be literally anything, whatever you want to do. Something I only... uh, Me when I can speak. I only really started doing recently is writing my own poetry. I used to kind of use pages where I'd find poetry off of like TikTok or Pinterest and I'd write it down. But now I quite like to write my own. And the reason why I do that is because I always talk about in my podcast, like, if you're feeling sad, or if you're feeling any type of emotion that's sometimes negative, a way that I get through it is 
by using it to create art. And my version of art is poetry because I love writing poetry, one, and two, I can't fucking draw, which is why I have to write poetry. And so I have pages where I'll just feel maybe a sense of like longing for romance or I will be a little bit sad in myself. It could be self-poetry where I'll kind of write about that. But a recent poem that I wrote is romance seems to weave itself through me sewing into my skin with a red ribbon laced with a blurring vision sewn with insecurity and knotted with desirability enough for the nighttime but not for the daylight and it's nice because say at that time I don't know what emotion I was feeling but I made some poetry out of it and perhaps after that I felt so much better because it's almost as if a weight had lifted off my shoulders because I wrote about it and someone was listening and it wasn't actually someone, it was my diary. But I like to put little times by it as well. If you want to write poetry, I think it's quite cute. But I have another one. I wonder why you aren't enough for me. Why you surpass old heartache, yet mistreatment is enough. Why my heart yearns for love, yet you show it to me. Gift me with your gaze and tease me with your compassion. But that's not enough. Another one. Used to be lovely, or did you never used to be? Your lips that once embraced my own used to admit adoration, compassion. Now why do they reek with disgust at the simple utter of my name? And it's, sometimes they get quite deep, like that one, like, funny hell, I don't know what I was feeling with that one. But anyway, it was nice to just write some poetry and kind of explain it down. But you can do drawings, you can do poetry. Again, I can't fucking draw, so I have to resort to literature. Now, when I say I can't draw, I genuinely mean I am so bad. Like, I remember I sent my mum and dad once, like, this drawing that I had to do for uni. And they replied back and they just put, did a fucking child draw that? Like, I love my parents. They're very celebratory. I'm not going to say celibate. Okay. I hope you know what I'm on about. They are very um, supportive of all my creative uh, outlets. However, drawing they know is not my um my strong point however ugly drawing is brilliant I love that I love to do some really bad drawings and say no guys art is subjective it's actually brilliant but if you can't draw so what draw in your journal you know draw some pictures you could go out sit on a park bench and draw whatever's in front of you you could you know I don't a lot of people say a lot of people a few people have sent me some art that they've done from my podcast and it's so beautiful and like if you're inspired by something or even if you're just sat there and you're like oh I'm kind of bored or like oh I'm kind of feeling romantic I'm feeling sad I'm feeling happy draw what the emotion looks like to you you could recreate um a situation that you've been in that you felt happiest and draw it it doesn't have to be exactly you don't have to take it from a picture you could literally just grab a pen or a pencil and just start drawing. I think the coolest thing is that when you're, you have a creative mind or a romantic mind or whatever kind of mind you have, you have the ability and it seems daunting to just draw. I can't draw, but that doesn't mean I will stop drawing, you know. I, for university, I have to, but in my journal, I just sit at the cafe and I just draw these, like, they're kind of, they're rough outlines of women, and I will, make like a situation for her for example I drew a lovely little lady and my situation for her was that she sits in Paris outside a coffee shop with a double espresso and the waiter knows her they bring it her every 
every time she's done, they just keep bringing out espressos. And she sits with a cigarette in her hand, but she doesn't light it. And she has her journal in front of her. And she just writes about random people that walk past. And you're probably thinking like, Jesus Christ, get on to the next bloody chapter. But it's just draw things that are random. You know, I wouldn't have sat here right now and think I'm going to draw another lady because I just don't want to. But in the moment, just grab a pen or pencil and just draw something. Now, the one thing that I will not put in my journal is work, like university work or work or whatever like that. And I also really try not to put people into my journal. Now, that's just personal preference. But the reason why I don't put work in there, one, is because I like to separate my journal and my work because my journal feels almost as if it's like my brain turned out. So it's kind of giving my brain a rest and that is my solitude. My diary is my piece at the end of the day where I get to just explain every anxiety or anything that I've gone through and reset for the next day. I feel as if sometimes if I put to-do lists in there or if I put like work ideas or if I put like work stress in there, it's almost not tainting it, but it's combining those two worlds together. And I kind of like to have this symbol of peace from work, this kind of break that I have from schoolwork, actual work, anything really. So I have another separate journal for work, which I like to keep my ideas in. And I also don't like to mention people in my journal. The reason being is because my journal is is really special to me because it's helped me so much. And my journal is kind of with me forever because I'm, I really want to keep investing in these journals for the rest of my life. And of course, there may be temporary people in my life that cause me temporary pain. And I don't think that they need to be in there for me. I think that my journal is a very sacred thing. And it probably sounds stupid, but I love it so much and it's helped me a lot. So I don't want to put people in there that aren't going to be with me as long as my journal. You know, I like to keep it between me and the book, me and the page. I like to keep the pen and the paper relationship between myself and it might sound weird, but I don't know. I don't really like to mix it with things that cause me kind of pain. I'll write about my pain in terms of mentally, but I don't like to mention other people because I could just kind of think you're not going to be with me as long as the journal. So something I've recently started doing is because when I go on trips, I'll like, you know, when you take like little memories or stuff like that, like um train tickets or receipts or anything like that and stick them in the journal. I do love doing that. I have like I have a page from when I went to Greece and I bought these like olive wood buttons that are in there that bloody stick out of the page. It's quite annoying. But anyway, I like to keep little memories in there as well, which is it was just such a cute thing to put in your journal. I love it so much. It's like when you flick through the pages, whatever the hell, I'm off on a tangent again. But my main idea recently, which I'm going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to gatekeep. I'm not going to gatekeep. God. But I'm going to keep receipts from wherever like I drink or eat or go with my friends or family or just by myself. And I like to write down on it, like either if I'm with friends, like the stupidest or funniest thing that someone said, or if I'm like by myself, what I ordered on like a colored pen and draw over the receipt, like as a quote and stick it into my book. Because to be honest, I'm quite a forgetful person. So I literally couldn't tell you what I did a week ago. So I feel like if I keep these receipts it's quite a cute little gesture, like it's a cute little memory so that when I look back, and I don't tend to look back at my journal because I just, I just can't be bothered, I just would rather live in the moment, 
I just kind of remember what happened that day. And I remember little things that I will most likely forget. My last journal, the one from last year, was very much, um, it was quite, it was getting quite negative to the point where I kind of looked through all of the diary entries and they were all starting off with like, I mean, the, the journal started off very positive. And then from like the first month, I think after that, there were quite sad entries. It always started with like, recently I've been feeling, which I think is wonderful to like explain your emotions. And for quite some time, the reason why I didn't write in my journal was because I was quite sad in myself. And I was like, no, I don't want to put anything sad in this journal. This has to be a fully positive journal, whatever like that. And I stopped myself from writing these diary entries or poetry because I didn't want any negativity in there. I didn't get any better mentally by forcing myself to shove out this emotion. Because at the time, I didn't realise that sometimes sadness is is it's okay it's okay to not be okay and it's fine if your journal is sad for quite some time it essentially is just a growing point and something where you need to speak about what you're going through you don't need to speak about it but I don't want you to completely hold it in and I don't want you to keep it to yourself because that's when it kind of boils up to a point and it gets worse and worse I think that I stopped myself from writing negative things and kind of writing about my sadness in my journal for some time and it just made me worse because I was hiding away this emotion and I was really trying to get rid of it without actually addressing the fact that I was sad. I didn't address why I was sad or how I could get any better. I just ignored it and shoved it away because I wanted to be this very positive person and realistically I wasn't. I was really sad and I needed help. So then I started to kind of be like, okay, I'm not getting any better. Why is that? Maybe it's because I'm not writing about it. I then started to write about it. And by the end of the diary entry, it literally got halfway through and I felt so much better. A diary entry genuinely gives you this ounce of hope because you've spoken about it and putting it on the page makes the problem seem 10 times smaller you kind of, I would write down and be like, I'm feeling quite sad today, da, 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 and get halfway through and I'd be like, hang on, I feel so much better because the problem isn't as big as I thought it was. Your brain is a very, very special thing where sometimes it can kind of trick you into thinking things are worse than they are because if you don't speak about it and you don't tell anyone, you don't get perspective. Whereas when you write it on the page and you're reading through it, you visually can see what is going on with yourself. You're kind of like, hang on, I can fix this by doing this or I can help myself by doing this. You know, it's always good to let an emotion out. You should never keep it in. And the reason why I got a journal was because I felt as if I couldn't explain what was going on to anyone. So I explained it to myself on paper. And there's this really romantic connection between yourself, the pen and the paper It's almost as if your mind is constantly flowing out and it's like this ocean going through you to the pen, to the paper. And just anything that you're experiencing is on the page and it's letting it out. After you write that diary entry, and I always kind of sign it off at the end because I think that's quite sweet. It's like a weight has lifted off your shoulders. And I'm so calm and carefree after I've wrote that diary entry because I'm like, hang on, I've spoke to someone about this and I almost thank my journal for listening because I'm that grateful just to be able to get the emotion out and not hide it anymore. Something that I really love to do is like at the end of the month, I like to do 
what's called I do like January faves or like February faves where I'll do my favorite movies that I've watched that month, favorite TV show, or it doesn't even have to be like you watch that month because to be honest, I have really been struggling to watch new movies and I don't know why because it used to be my passion, but I'm trying to, I'm kind of trying to get it back into that, but we'll talk about that in another episode actually, finding your passion, but I'll do favorite movies, TV shows, favorite songs, bands, singers, food, drink, um, favorite thing that happened that month, favorite, I don't know, outfit, it can be literally anything, but I love putting stuff like that down, like my favorite things, because it it feels really positive, it feels as if it's like, it's such a small thing, but it's so sweet and cute to just like write down your favorite tiny things, like oh, my favorite thing about this month is that I painted a bowl at pottery painting. It's kind of, you look at it and you're like, okay, that's really cute, you know? Your journal can literally look like however you want it to look like. You can do manifestations in there. You could do what you're grateful for. I have a page in mine, which is one of my favorites, where I have things I love at the moment. And there's just, it's full of like pink hearts everywhere. And inside the hearts are things that I love. In mine is... French girl music, poetry, New York City, books, being by myself, romance movies, spending time with my mum and dad, reading at the cafe and my fashion sense. There are quite a few things where you can just put down anything you love at that point. And it is, it's a positive effect because you're writing things that you like. You're then thinking about it in your head and you kind of find yourself smiling And if you are genuinely ever feeling sad, I think something that makes me feel a lot better is writing down my favourite things, what I love, what I'm grateful for, anything positive that's happened to me in the past few weeks or past few years. It can be when you can reminisce on a moment that happened like five years ago. Your journal is your journal. You can do whatever you like in there and you can draw whatever you want in there. If you ever need kind of like writing prompts or anything, I have a few for you. I have my watch list, reading list, mentality I'm going to adopt, spontaneous things I want to do. I have five-year goal, 10-year goal. Um, I have boundaries I'm setting for myself. I have my favorite quotes. I have drawing lists. I have things that I'm grateful for, things that I want to learn in my life, reasons to be happy, like February faves. Um everything like that really and also if you want to just write in your journal like what you read last year what you read two years ago there are no rules you can write about whatever you want as long as it makes you happy and as long as it's ensuring that you're growing and having a good time in your life it's brilliant I used to always do at the end of an episode like my favorite quote at the moment and I wanted to read you my my favorite poetry that I've wrote so far and it's probably stupid and it's probably awful but I just thought yeah and these are also the weird thing is sometimes when you write poetry it doesn't have to be related to what you're going through it can just be emotions that you can't quite understand at the moment I'm a very romantic person I haven't honestly I I, I really want to fall in love but I know that like just because I haven't fallen in love yet doesn't mean I never will you know, but this is my favourite love poem that I've wrote. I waited. I waited for your heart to express itself. I waited for your actions to reveal to me what your mouth couldn't confess. I waited for your soul to recognise me as a home. I waited for you to simply glance at me. 
I waited for you to search your eyes for the look you gave me once before. I waited for our story to begin. I waited and waited until I realised I got stood up. I got stood up by your love. It never showed. Your love for me never showed. And here are the rest. And then I will shut up. Don't you worry. Why am I most... Okay, we've started off well. Love has its divine timing and I have to understand that. Sometimes it makes me curse the world and question what ugly eyes I have. Only I have realised my eyes long to be adored and understood by the gaze of someone who is not mine to have. I may say I am alone, but not lonely. Only the warmth I would feel if you were to gently touch my hand or secretly graze my leg, for you to simply look at me would make me feel seen by a million eyes on a planet uninhabited. Okay, enough of that poetry. That is disgusting. Anyway, I don't... What just happened to my voice? I really don't know. But I really hope that that helped you guys with kind of getting to grips with journaling. I hope that if you don't already have a journal, you purchase one after this because they are the best, genuinely the best money I've ever spent in my life. The the ones I have are quite expensive. However, go to a pound shop, go to Savers, go to The Works. Where else is Canadian? Wilco. Tesco. Sainsbury. Oh, okay. Now I'm just naming grocery shops but anyway invest in a journal if you are struggling mentally um, with your mental health if you are struggling physically buy a journal try it out if you don't like it sometimes it's not for everyone but just write about your feelings because you're not alone if you have a journal you truly are never alone if you are able to write down on a piece of paper how you feel or what you've been through or anything you want to talk about if it's positive or negative a piece of paper and a pen is always going to be there for you Mwah.